Food Court, the movie podcast and Twitch stream where Sean and John and Michael watch shit, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. Yes. Michael Hampton. Welcome back to the show. How are you, friend? Hello. It's so good to be back, and it's so good to be black. You know, uh, in this time... I don't. I agree. agree. It's going great for me. It's awesome, yeah. I love it. What's your favorite part? Um, I like that when I walk, there's sort of like a jauntiness to it. Yeah. Many, you know, my white friends... They walk like <laughs> robots. Yeah. I I reject your hypothesis, Sean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have spotted Sean because Sean dresses like everyone else. Uh-huh. You can't really spot him by his clothes. Yeah. I've spotted Sean in a crowd by his walk. Oh wow, really? And it is it's like jaunty, like Edwardian prose. That's how jaunty we're talking. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Wow. He's got pep in his step. Yeah. I, Sometimes I get moving. My walking so is a is pretty jointy. Like you can see the joints. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you yeah. have compound fractures? Yes, several. I was, yeah. <laughs> so spoiler alert, Michael Jesus, uh, my my orthopedist. There's there's a way to begin a sentence. Has told me that I uh, I have uh, limps in both legs. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! He told me he told me he told me he's one of the first people I've ever met. I think you have simultaneous limps. <laughs> you limp uh, one at a time. <laughs> limp no, and, and then and then offered no like uh, no way to fix it or to help. Well, Did it he... fixed itself, right? Because aren't you evened out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, just become, you just become completely sedentary and morbidly obese. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did, did he come up afterwards and be like, and you dick, it limped too. And you went, oh, shit. He got my ass. He got my, my ass. Balls. He got my dirty ass. How the fuck did he do that? Got my, my doctor got my dirty ass. <laughs> he got my dirty ass. Um, we he's, he's watched. not a proctologist, he's an orthopedist. Oh, Ooh, sorry. Orthopedist. Who, who uh, fixes your dick? Is that the orthopedist? <laughs> Dr. Love. Orthopenis. Orthopenis. I have to visit my orthopenis because my dick is broken. And you know, we're who, watching what? You know who fixes your piano? No. <laughs> your orthopenist. Really? <laughs> yeah. I hadn't heard that before. Silly. Just silly. Hey, Michael. Yeah. We watched Malignant. I don't know if you remember that. But oh, before we talked sick of your shit, Michael. I I'm could not. not Forget Michael, he it. got sick of your shit right in sick. front of God and everyone. I'm well, just trying to get a little housekeeping out of the way. <laughs> you know, we watched Malignant. We can go crazy after that. But first, um, write a review. We haven't had anybody write a review Ooh. in a while, and we love when you write reviews. So to all of our wonderful listeners, thank you. And also write us a review. Say, wow, I listened <laughs> to your Malignant episode, and I loved all of Michael's jokes. They were the best. <laughs> And he is a beautiful person. Because honestly, how many podcasts offer this many shades of white (laughs) while wearing like rim horn glasses? How many? Like, we've got to be the only podcast, movie podcast, definitely the only movie podcast with glasses. With glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think the thing that we offer that many people undervalue is somewhat non-white people which is yeah very rare in the podcasting industry and 
pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm kind of the Black Panther of movie podcasts. Yes. (laughs) Boom, boom. I have a tattoo under my lip. West Virginia forever. It just says black. I pull my (laughs) head black. Was it Blade where they had the the alien la- the the vampire language tattooed on their on their lips? Oh, Probably that Blade. Wow, man, the Blade verse where it all began, <laughs> <Yes>. boys. <laughs> and it's coming back it's... with somebody, right? Yeah, Michael Dudikoff is playing Blade now. Who's that? He's <laughs> um, a person of color. Oh, Ooh. cool. Played American kickboxer. Okay. Mm-hmm. His color is white, but. <laughs> <laughs> he's a hell of a kickboxer. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that's yeah, his color's kind of pink. <laughs> pink. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a person of color. I'm sort of a pale peach. Pale peach. That's my color. Uh, <laughs> before we get too deep, I want to say next month, Ooh. it's coming back. <gasps> Carpentober. Ding dong. And ding dong. If you don't know what Carpentober is. It's when we watch John Carpenter's Vampires <laughs> for the entire month of October. John's wrong. Today we'll be we revisiting. Actually, you can you can listen to last year's episode when we watched John Carpenter's Vampires, which <laughs> we will probably know within two or three years if it's John Carpenter's worst movie. Yeah. Uh, but we've already had a few people holler with uh, ideas. One, Ooh. the one that has gotten the most votes, They Live. So yeah. So we'll probably watch that. Uh, the Ward has got a couple votes, Whoa. which I've seen and is not that great, but I'm <laughs> perfectly willing to watch it again. Um, people have asked for his Masters of Horror thing. So we're going to watch. We usually we do high, low, high, low, high, low. So we're, we'll probably do that again this time. Hello. And we will watch Halloween. Yes. I will. Yeah, Halloween Kills. I saw, a, a, I saw a trailer for that today. <gasps> and it can't be denied that the trailer... <laughs> Looks expensive. Yeah. And that the trailer gave away the entire film. Yeah, I can't wait. So I really don't feel the need to (laughs) watch the movie. I just know that it's expensive and has Jamie Lee Curtis looking like Joan Baez's grandmother. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We can do a one-hour trailer reaction. Yes. Uh, If you have a Carpenter movie that you want us to watch, uh, that is not one of the ones we've already watched, ideally... If we have to watch Vampires again... We'll Unless it. it's Vampires. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we can do Vampires again. Uh, tweet at us, at Food Podcast, uh, and let us know. You can comment on an Instagram thing. Do anything. Um, yeah. Michael, um, would you hit the Pan Express theme music, please? Yeah. Ding, 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 I watched Cop Shop. Whoa. Uh, I also watched Cop Shop. <gasps> and we can, ooh, we can reveal our thoughts simultaneously. On the count of three? Yeah. One. Yeah. So one, two, two, three, shoot. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. One, one. one two, three, and now. Ruled. <laughs> Pretty good. I liked yeah. it a lot. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's like, it should be a mediocre film. Yes. <laughs> but considering that, that no one makes movies that I want to see anymore, I'm just yes. glad that. Somebody's like, yes, a stupid action movie. Here you go. Yes. Yeah. Hey, ma'am. Like ma'am. Here's yeah. your f- here's your food. Uh, ma'am. And I gobbled it up. I gobbled it up. There's Whoa. a strong guy. And uh-huh. he's for some reason dressed in the 70s outfit. Ooh. There's uh the other strong guy, and he's big. And then there's a skinny guy. Oh man, it's so good. Skinny there's- guy played by Toby Huss, aka 
the world's strongest man, Artie from Pete and Pete fame. Terrifying. Basically doing his, uh, basically doing his Dale from King of the Hill voice the entire time. Yes. Good for Uh, him. There is a badass (laughs) cop as well. Uh The badass. Yes. And that's basically it. There's a few other characters who eventually, of course, get murdered. There's a big fire. <laughs> if if you want to go to the theater and you haven't seen Malignant yet, it's basically cop shop. Cop shop. It's basically assault on Precinct 13. Yes. If you replace all the non dialogue with bad dialogue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the action scenes are good. Yeah. I know Gerard Butler. 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 <laughs> Gerard Butler is committed to never making an actual good movie during his career. Yes. But I, I think if he was put in a good movie, he would be amazing. Yeah. He's very Gerard. magnetic. Very awesome actor. But yeah. just, was... just is committed to making movies about like drones shooting Morgan Freeman yeah. and shit like that. So we'll One never know. Olympus has fallen. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. I also happen to know that our friend Michael uh-huh. has watched a film called Don't Breathe Too. Yes, I was going to bring it up. I watched it. It is great. What a good It time. is great. I was like, dang, this is great. I, I like wanted it to... more yeah, than the first ahead, one. Sorry. And it's yes. so Whoa. different. It's like wild. It's an action movie. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's like, and everyone I, sucks. <laughs> everyone so, evil. So, except for Stephen Lang, who doesn't suck despite um, despite um, <laughs> muttering the immortal line, "I have killed, I have raped." Yeah, yeah. I'm a monster. <laughs> well, I'm a monster. I mean, suck in that their characters are awful people. Yes, like I thought everyone did fine for the movie, but yeah. Yeah, I was like, "Woo, they all are bad." I I threw this at I threw this one at Sean. I don't know if you'll agree. I would be into the Don't Breathe movies being mm. for my children. They're Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger. Oh wow! Just continue allowing Stephen Lang to blindly murder yeah. everyone while growing more powerful as each movie continues, <laughs> and having them grow more nonsensical and. Basically, based on the kills. Yeah. Until eventually we get. Who directed Don't Breathe? <laughs> uh, the first one was. Alexander Aha! Fe- no. Okay. Then we get Fede Alvarez's new Don't Breathe, <laughs> oh, yeah. where Stephen Lang is like playing himself, which I'm going to pretend that Stephen Lang is like in real life an effeminate man and like talking to Fede <laughs> Alvarez. But then like the blind man comes through the screen and kills like i don't even know who's in don't breathe for but kills that one you know starts hunting the, yep. the, the, the protagonist from don't breathe five like i'm ready for that i'm, yeah. I'm ready for okay. don't breathe to be our next uh, our next great franchise even though yeah. i think the movie we just watched i have a theory that it's going to spawn a franchise that we will ultimately dislike Whoa. but and i think it'll be like a superhero type yeah franchise. i could yeah. see that i but, think but, like- but i don't want to spoil it too, too badly I think huh? this, it should have been called Look Who's Not Breathing, too. <laughs> I think that would have been a better... That's my only note. The rest was great. <laughs> if you're listening, Fede Alvarez, <laughs> yeah. um, thank you for producing the second one. I don't remember who directed it. Sorry. And also, uh, I want to say this. This is really important. What's the plot of this movie, John? We watched Malignant, Ooh. and I want to know the plot of this movie. I'm glad, I'm and glad you asked alert. me. Spoiler yeah. alert. Well, spoiler alert. Well, actually, I'm glad you asked me, because I'm actually <laughs> not going to spoil it. Whoa. Just in case well, someone <laughs> is watching who hasn't seen it, because this yeah. movie is so... The twist is such a drug-like eye. Ugh. 
Yeah. It's such a big reveal, <laughs> but it's it's not like the type of thing where I'm going to give this movie basically is a a blend of like uh, old, old like giallo movies like late late period tenebra era Dario Argento giallo mixed with like the camera work of like young Spielberg or, yeah. or Sam Raimi like it's got like a, a kind of frenetic energy and madness to it <laughs> and then like uh, the sensibility or the sense of humor even of like a Porky's or a, a Black Christmas like yeah. but only doesn't really hit doesn't really hit the mark like those movies like I can't imagine someone actually thinking anything from this is funny, except for like kind of the, the like daffy daffy stuff that's that seems that could or could not be intentional, depending on uh, if you think the director is in on it or if you even care. Yeah. But the basic plot of the movie is uh, a woman has who is attacked by her husband uh, loses their baby and then begins to uh, after her husband is killed by a malignant force, mm. uh, she be- then begins to experience uh, the deaths of others as they are killed by this malignant force. Yes. Uh, and then there's some good old fashioned cops and Robertsons uh, <laughs> it, it coming into the coming into the joint, and uh, you just get like a really weird procedural horror film mm-hmm. that uh, that uh, we haven't seen the likes of in a while. Like it, no. you, you you we see like. James Wan's other films, The Conjuring and stuff, where it's really played extremely straight, and this movie is anything but straight. And it's kind of one of the crazier films I've seen in theaters, <laughs> and I don't know how long. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I've ever experienced something quite like this movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's super <laughs> weird. I think the the thing that makes it feel super weird to me is that it is not marketed as a weird movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's marketed as, like, whoa, this sure is spooky. Yeah. Which is what, I mean, what most of James Wan's movies are, is, like, this is, wow, this is spooky, and then maybe something gets super crazy at the end. But this is, like, weird. <laughs> uh, the tone is very confusing. <laughs> yes. Right. Extremely. I think uh, I think maybe 45% of the people hate it and think it's the worst movie they've ever seen. <laughs> Maybe maybe fifty three. Yeah. It seems it's, like it's many- confusing for me because um, Sean told me all the horror Twitter people like it. Mm-hmm. All of the like my film friends mm-hmm. and film Twitter friends really disliked it. Yeah, uh, even my buddy who I just saw Cop Shop with, who's kind of like a trash movie enthusiast, he just thought it was okay, and he actually he actually said he didn't like it because it the tone was so uneven. But to me, that's like part of his charm. Yeah. Uh, that it's like so many different movies at yeah. once. Uh, I think expectation has a lot to do with this movie, like how it's being received. And I think that's interesting for me. Um, I don't like James Wan movies. Or at least <laughs> I didn't think I liked James Wan movies. And I hadn't planned. I had told Sean multiple times, you have to watch this alone. I don't want to see any more James Wan movies. <laughs> but then I saw, uh, like, I don't like the, the what are they called? The, uh, the, uh, Ooh. Put the possess the conjuring. Conjuring oh, movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. like those are depressingly poor. Like if that's what horror is going to be going <laughs> forward, like that's the most dull thing a horror could be. Uh, <laughs> so I was really just shocked. But it's funny because I saw I saw a trailer mm. and they showed some shots. Like the, you remember the overhead shot where the, the protagonist runs through the house, yeah. running away from the Millennium Force. That was enough for me. I texted Sean. I was like, I, I just saw a trailer for that movie and it has some amazing camera work. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to go check this out. 
And the movie's full of the, of that type of camera work. Yes. Uh, and if it was just that type of camera work, that would probably be enough for me. But then, like, the plot <laughs> and the style of this movie and the influences on this movie mm-hmm. are fucking bananas. Yeah. Yes. It's wild. To me, and I probably will spoil it, not right now, but soon, Um <laughs> It feels a lot like something like The Departed or Avatar or something like that, where it is almost a a, a director playing their greatest hits, but making them weirder. Yeah. Like The Departed is like Scorsese. He's doing all the movies he's done before, but it's just fucking so much weirder yeah. in The Departed. <laughs> and then that is this. It's like James Wan has done kind of people chasing a killer. Mm-hmm. Like it's like mm-hmm. Saw, people chasing a killer. It's like the insidious with like spooky ghost mm-hmm. shit, and yeah. it is. And it, but he has not quite done crazy kind of Frank Henenlotter basket case. That's shit. yeah, yeah. That we should say like the biggest influences are like to me like basket case, yes, Dark Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. Uh, but I think it's interesting you talk about uh, filmmakers kind of making the same movies over and over again. I actually think that's what artists kind of do a lot of times. Absolutely. Like yeah. if you watch like Michael Mann's career, he just keeps remixing the same shit over and over <laughs> Absolutely. again. Absolutely. And and like, you know, that's I think I think like I mean, god damn, Christopher Nolan has been making some version of Memento for 20 <laughs> something years now. <laughs> yes. Like, it's just they have like a a thing in their head and they can't get it out. Mm-hmm. It just keeps coming out in their work and I'm not ready to call James Wan a great artist yet, but no, I, I enjoyed this movie, especially in the theater with my friends. I've seen it five fucking times. Now. Wow. That's and, crazy. And it's, de- it's definitely better. It's definitely better. Like the, in the theater, this movie just like, it's, it's interesting. It's an, it's an HBO max at the same time, but if you feel safe, I urge you to go check it out. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. it is an incredible theatrical experience. Plus yes. there's a chance your motion smoothing will be on, on oh, HBO max and, and your whole life is fucking ruined. Like, I just watched it with the motion smoothing on in my house. No. Cause I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. Cause oh, I'm a Luddite, no. but, I, but I, this movie, like oh. I am going to seek out like his, that weird action movie he made with Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. uh, called death sentence. Oh, I and, uh, and, uh, I'm not going to redo like the conjuring or saw or something, <laughs> but I'm going to be on the lookout. You should do James Insidious, Wan dude. stuff coming now. Insidious yeah, is great. I think Insidious is I just, closest to this yeah. energy. Yeah. Cool. I definitely want to check it out. And like uh, like I said, I think there – I'm afraid there's going to be more – I think there will see Malignant Man. Malignant. I think Malignant Man is coming. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. Let's talk about it. What's the Euro, the B-Flame Euro, the best part of this movie? Michael. Ooh. I mean, I just have to say that the um, – the uh, unexpected, uh, unnameable quality of the movie. <laughs> like the, bi- the big. Re- are you talking about the big reveal? Just you can't talk about it. Like I no. love that you just can't really talk about it without like. You can't. You can't say whether I. For me, I can't say whether it's like bad or good because it's the most bizarre thing that has yes. ever existed in my yes. world, and I kind of love that about it because it's like. It shakes up your whole expectation. Yes. Like as soon as it starts, you're like, "Wait a minute, something's off here. Like, yes. what's going on? This is not what I saw in the trailer. Like, something's different." Sh- Sh- Sean wants to spoil it, and I feel like we've given ample time. So <laughs> let's spoil. Time. So I- I'll-, I'll say it now. That okay. I'll, say- I'll say it now. So throughout the course <laughs> of this film, you are led to believe that the killer is some sort of 
malignant force or mm. tumor like 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 spirit yeah or yes. or that this uh, part of this woman or and then later they start to lead you down the path of it's her imaginary friend yeah. from childhood yes but then as they as at, when when our when our protagonist is like locked in jail her sister goes and finds out that <laughs> it's not like a metaphorical malignant force or <laughs> metaphorical tumor yeah. or, or, or a metaphorical imaginary <laughs> friend it is a goddamn parasitic embryonic twin that yeah. lived on her back until age 10 yeah. and then was then cut out like cancer that has then now recessed into her brain and then during the original beating of the first scene yeah. by her husband it is let loose from the crack in her skull yeah. and then takes over her body turning it backwards <laughs> so that her hair is strong so that the killer's face is masked by her hair yeah and I, this sounds fucking insane. That's because it is fucking it insane. Is and insane. it is a rare thing indeed to watch an entire audience go, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> wait, hold on. And then furthermore, at that moment, the movie goes from being an insidious-esque, conjuring-esque horror movie mm -hmm. into like the fucking fight scene from Avengers Civil War, uh, <laughs> only if it was been, being done by a contortionist and it was instead taking place uh, in the Terminator universe where yeah. they're killing every cop known to man yes. all exactly. in one shot basically. <laughs> uh, and then from that, from that point on is like an insane action movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, I had a lot of people try to tell me that they knew all along that the killer was her invisible friend. That doesn't make you fucking smart, man. They're yeah. trying to make you think that she's involved with the with the fucking evil force. Yeah. That she that maybe it's her invisible friend. You didn't fucking guess that it was a parasitic no. twin living in her brain. So no. if you feel like you have figured out the movie early on, you Haynes have not. Rob, Rob Haynes on Rob Haynes on uh, Trailers from Hell. One of our or not Trailers from Hell. Uh, what is it? Camp Blood. Letters Camp from Blood, Camp yeah. Blood. One of our favorite podcasts. Who sat? Who spent the entirety of his podcast talking about how he knew it was the invisible friend all along. It yeah, wasn't. they told you that, but <laughs> it wasn't. It's a reversal yeah. of it, expectation. It's a you know? twist you can never guess. Like, no one could guess that our head's going to split and, open. And even if you somehow had, like, the way they lead you on it is yeah. one of those things where it makes you makes the viewer feel intelligent, makes the viewer feel like they're figuring out along with uh, every the characters in it. And, and that's like... Watching, you know, manipulation like that, that's like filmmaking to me. Like, yes. the actual, the actual, uh, like, making us feel different emotions, having revelations, uh, hiding information, revealing information, like, that's the art of filmmaking. Mm -hmm. And, I, and it, you know, a movie like this, like, I wish we could, I'm kind of, actually, I'm glad we didn't do it right after we saw the movie, because Sean and I would have sound, would have seemed like Ellen Barkin from that uh from the movie where she does crank the whole time. We would have yeah. seen like Mickey Rourke from spun. We yeah. would have been high as kites. Cause you know, that, that type of feeling, you know, and, and, and it, it sometimes it makes you overvalue a movie, but like the first time you see usual suspects, you're like, what the fuck? You know, you know, <laughs> yes. it's just like Absolutely. those moments. That's what makes like, uh, you know, going to the movie so fun. So I, you yeah. Know. Yes, I, I, I yeah. oh, go ahead. No, I agree. I think it is definitely like a movie, like a movie theater movie, and it's yes. a movie where I want to watch it with people for the first time yeah. because yes. it is such a like a what <laughs> like, yeah. like a whole movie. I was just like, what is happening? Like the line deliveries, the acting. <laughs> yes. I was like, what is this movie? Like everything was so on the nose. It was like, what's going on? <laughs> like it was just so insane. And then it just the 
twist like con- recontextualized everything and you're like oh yes. <laughs> this all mm-hmm. makes sense because it's insane <laughs> and it does that in a really interesting way i think it is cool because um it's one of those movies that um that usually i hate <laughs> where it is kind of a modern movie trying to be a b movie yeah or mm-hmm. like in so inspired by b movies which usually is terrible mm-hmm. because it's often people going wow it sure is scary out here yeah, and then then oh no, the <laughs> monster's coming, and then it's like a rubber monster, and and it's like stupid, and you yeah. think like, well, the reason those people made bad movies is because that was the most they could afford. They yeah. could afford that rubber thing, and they could afford their friend who wasn't a good actress. Yeah, but she was attractive, and then that's how they made their movie. But this manages to get past all of the things I would normally hate about it. Yeah, and it is like kind of weird tonally, and you go. Uh, these line readings are weird and this is all very weird, <laughs> yeah. but I just kind of like it anyway. I just go, Oh yeah, this is kind of weird and fun and yeah. very self-conscious about the fact that it is kind of a goofball movie. I think it would have, to, I think it would have to be like, I've been, th- I have not stopped thinking about it since like, even after I left, I sat in my car for like 10 minutes, just like yeah. trying to understand like, <laughs> there, cause there's no way that, they weren't aware that what they were making was no. just insane. Like that, you yeah, couldn't th- accidentally do it. That's the kind it. of movie that yeah. James Wan makes. Exactly. Like his other movies are relatively naturalistic. Yeah. I mean, for movies about people who are afraid of ghosts, and sometimes there's demon monsters <laughs> that inhabit babies' heads. But you know, the fact that despite all that, people are like trying to act like regular people yes. in those situations. So he is able to do that, and in this case, I think he just. Didn't want to do that. And he's like, let's be wild. <laughs> Not every movie has to have people truly experiencing the dark depths of exactly suffering. It, it really felt like Tenebra meets yeah. Evil Dead too. Like it's Absolutely. just like yeah. the chaos of it. And, and, and we're talking about the now. I, I would argue Michael brought up if the filmmakers knew or were in on the jokes, or if it was the weird hokey, mm-hmm. like of the, the acting, the hokey acting, and the uh, the uh, the weird off off putting stuff was intentional or not and i would say there's a moment that makes me think that they have to know that some of it is ridiculous yeah when the girl goes to the old abandoned mental hospital (laughs) and parks at the edge of a cliff yeah either james wan is having a bit of a laugh or is fucking insane yeah and i for one do not care yeah either way I, I've had discussions with people who didn't like this movie. Again, like I felt, mm-hmm. even though all three of us are pretty unanimous in liking it, yes. the rest of my friends and people I talk to, especially online, like they do not like it. And a lot of them have said, like James Wan is not in on the joke. I don't buy that James Wan is in on the joke. Who gives a shit? I just wanted to watch a movie where black gloves carry <laughs> a big, huge, sharp thing and yes. whisper into a phone, and yeah. and and you know, it's it is kind of the greatest hits of horror and and Absolutely. giallo, and people are like, well, I don't, I don't want something like that. I want something original. Yeah, yeah. fuck I, off. Evil Dead Two was not original in I any know. way. I feel like. It was- all the reviews I read were missing the point. Like the stupid Roger Eber was like, "Yeah, he just uses flickering lights and blah blah." It's like that's the point. It's yeah. it's utilizing yeah. all of this dumb shit from 
Like, Ro- I don't know. Roger Egert actually lost his battle with his parasitic twin long ago. Oh <laughs> yes. I think you're referring to RogerEbert.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the website. But <laughs> would be yes, great if Roger Ebert came back from the yeah, dead. He came back. <laughs> he was speaking through the radio. <laughs> uh, Chad, right in the chat, says something that I heard from a lot of people. And I think this is an oak. His take is accurate for many, many people. I thought this movie was hokey until an hour and a half in. When she ripped her skull open in jail and started ripping throats out like MacGruber, holy shit! Yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I think there is a bit of a slow roll. Like this movie can't be uh, extricated from the big reveal. Like that, it's you know, yeah. Well, is it a one trick pony? Maybe so, but there's yeah. a lot of fun shit inside of that. Too. Well, like my friend turned it off, and I was like, you like you literally have to get to the reveal. Like, yeah. it will make it all worth it. Trust yes. me. And yeah. they're like, I don't know, it's so bad. I'm like. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I guess it's just like an entirely different view of the movie, but I don't think that stuff is bad. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't think, either. Like, I think because it is not someone from the actor's studio <laughs> trying to really portray the the a woman who has lost her child. Yeah. yeah lost control of her body. My, you know. my baby is gone. <laughs> Like, they could do it that way, mm-hmm. and man, would that be a bad movie. Yeah. Imagine if this movie <laughs> was that movie. He'd be like, yeah. man, this is some 824-ass <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I hate this movie. <laughs> exactly. And, this and the lead movie. actress is is good, though. Yeah, yes. she's great. She is good. Now, everyone else is bad. Yeah. But it makes, <laughs> it, it, makes it good. <laughs> like, the scenes with the cops were like, they're in the, <laughs> like, the, there's, like, the dead body, and the one cop has, like, a sucker. Like, it feels yeah. almost like police squad or something. Like, Absolutely. Very, yeah. like, it's like, yeah. I, was like, I think there is uh, not just a pinch, but I think there's, like, a tablespoon of, like, scary movie or something like that. Like, yeah. I think there is some amount, maybe a dollop, of, like, <laughs> this is... I don't. I don't know. Horror movies are silly. I don't know, and I really do not care. <laughs> yeah. I do not care about that. And I and I think like ascribing intent to a filmmaker is really stupid, <laughs> and really takes away all of the fun. You know. Sure. So I think when people pick it apart to that level, like it's just that's too much trying to you know get, trying to you're looking at the ingredients instead of you know the dish. Yeah. And really, this thing is just to be eaten alive. And it's so good. <laughs> yeah. And 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 then and then furthermore, like one thing that I liked so much about the movie was just like the I thought the like I just wanted to see a, a good old fashioned you know stalker killer movie that the kinds the kind of like they don't really make anymore. Like we've got Halloween Kills coming up, but yeah. even that. Isn't isn't this type of like absurdist like high energy? Where is the call coming from? <laughs> yeah, type fucking ma- madhouse movie. The you know, killer's is, still there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is this is a Bob Clark Black Christmas. The call yeah. is coming from inside the house type yes. of movie. Mm-hmm. They just kind of don't Black exist house. anymore, and, and it was just really fun. Yes, absolutely. John, do you have a beef lamb euro for this picture? Other than the reveal, my God, the reveal. Yes, um, it can be the reveal. <clears throat> I think Michael covered that. <laughs> We've covered that uh, ad infinitum. Uh, I, I would say the rewatchability is really cool. Yeah. Um, once you uh, know, also not not just the rewatchability of 
it's really fun to bring one of your friends and then not even watch the movie, but just stare at their face sideways yes, exactly. as the, at, when all the crazy shit starts happening. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, and then also like you pick up all these stupid little things that are in like the first scene, which is like, <laughs> Oh, it's all in my head. Yes, you yeah. know? And then like, you realize that one of the main musical cues is the, the pixies. <laughs> I see your mind. Yeah. And then just, you know, mind. and then, and then even as you watch it, you start noticing when they show the killer, the killer is obviously walking backwards. <laughs> yes. You think that it's just like this herky jerky, almost shitty animatronic stuff, but they actually got like a contortionist to come really? do all the action scenes and stuff backwards. So it's just the weird creepiness of it that really made for a, a, a the rewatchability is just kind of next level for me. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Uh, my beef lamb euro. I have many. My main one, of course, is John has a bit <laughs> where he finds something that you love. <clears throat> oh, no. and, and then he says it's the worst thing that has ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> and it has been so just so lovely to me that he has eaten so much crow. Uh, <laughs> and, he has, and he has begun to love James Wan. Yeah. Really, it has brought me so much joy for him to That's love a James Wan. I can't movie. believe you haven't talked more about Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. James Wan, director of Aquaman. <laughs> I, I turned to Sean halfway through uh, this movie and said, Sean, I owe you an apology. Yeah. <laughs> we hadn't even gotten to the goddamn reveal yet. Yeah. Like, That's movie. great. Yeah, fucking great. Now you an apology. <laughs> good ass movie. It's wild. I have um, to agree with oh, Chad on this Euro. He said, "Cut the cake," morphing into her standing over the yes. her sleeping pregnant mother with a butcher Ooh. knife and the other walls melting away. It was really cool. I yeah, I love that effect. I was like, this is wild. Yes, really wild effect. Yes. I like. Um, I mean, I like the way the twists sort of sneakily build and twists. They twist in ways that you don't expect them to mm-hmm. and make you think that you're wrong. Yeah. There's like the it feels inevitable at some point, maybe halfway through, maybe a little bit later than that, that there's something going on in her head. She's bleeding out of her head yeah. way too much. <laughs> yeah. And there's it, and you end up finding out that's the monster escaping. You know? like, <laughs> yes. At first, you're like, why is she? I, I guess I'll disagree with Chad and Michael there. Like, that's not one of the only things I didn't really like was the the morphing of the room and the transitions like that, all the, mm-hmm. di- even though it looked really good, and, but mm-hmm. all that digital stuff, because I liked the in camera, <laughs> true. Uh, yes. The in camera des- decisions to show that she was in a different place a lot better. Like there's a time where she is washing her face and she comes up and she is suddenly is one of the people in the mirror. She's yeah. an old man who's <laughs> about to get murdered. And then there's another one where she's doing her laundry and she opens the laundry door and the one of the victims is screaming through the laundry door. <laughs> yeah. yes. And she and, and that's not an effect. Those those people are there. Those actors yeah. are there. That and then there's a whole me. Yeah, there's a whole cool uh, scene where um, she's in the room with uh, the cop who's discovered a body and she's in the same room and she's screaming to the cop like he's still the killer's still yeah. here and yeah. they're all it's just actors in a room but it's so cool that we're in this like silly mind palace shit that yeah. should not work I, exactly I, 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 and I want to say this I want to be very clear despite this thing having a great twist despite it being a great reveal <laughs> this movie does not work if a shitty filmmaker makes it yes absolutely like, does not work uh, so I so I think all the credit should be begrudgingly given to James Wan, Sean Parrott's best friend. In the- <laughs> <laughs> My best buddies, James Wan and Lee Wannell. James We've, Wan, Lee We Wannell. go back all the way to the Saw movie. Um, <laughs> another thing I love about this is I wrote down jump scare dynamism, which I truly mean. 
I like the fact that there are high and low jump scares. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There, I mean, I think a a dumb filmmaker, a worse filmmaker, does constant re-re jump scares. And there are occasionally re-re jump scares. Squeak, squeak! And you go, oh shit. (laughs) Um, Jump scares. But... I like the fact that there are like slow played quiet jumps. Hmm. One of my favorites. Um, uh, what is the character's name? What is the main lady's name? Oh my god, Madison. What jerk I am Madison. Yes, yes Madison. or Emily. Oh yeah, oh, or Emily. Oh, Emily Madison. Um, Madison is uh, her Madison's sister has come to her house, and we see her try to get in, but she cannot. And we <laughs> cut to uh, Madison in her room, kind of pacing. And there's just like a good uh, Madison sister's head is in the window. And yeah. You just go, oh man! But they don't do a they don't do a squeak. Yeah. They don't do a whomp. They they just like let you see it and go, oh fuck. Yeah, exactly. And it's just sadly that might be the scariest scene in the movie. It's really fucked up. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's not a super scary movie. If you want to nitpick no. this movie, it's not no. a super scary movie. But it's honestly. Like I said, it's like Evil Dead 2. That's not a really scary movie either, but it just yes. has a gory energy to it. Yes. And I, I mean, I feel crazy after <laughs> watching this movie because yes. like, I can't believe how many people that I respect who are just tearing it apart and think it was yeah. really poor. Like my friend and former guest, Jason Sean, who's been on the show, Nashville Scene Critic, mm-hmm. uh, he said it was... If it wasn't for the Glenn Danzig movie, it was his second... <laughs> it was the worst movie he'd seen all year. Wow. So like... I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's like a political edge to it that is off-putting. But even to me, like the woke take on this is like, yeah, it's a woman taking control of her life and body again from, <laughs> yes. from you know, these assholes. And, you know, yes. uh, but I, I've I, I not fucked ton of cops get killed. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> cops get killed. Uh, <laughs> the person who is bad is a man inside of her head. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. She yeah. Is, is the force of good mm-hmm. and yeah. reason in this world, and a man wants <laughs> yeah. to kill everybody and is yeah. evil. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I get, there's just something that I guess we three aren't equipped to uh, to to prognosticate. <laughs> we can't figure it out. But for some reason, people there's some people who really didn't like it. But to that to them, we say nay. Go yeah. see Malignant five times like us. I yes. think it's at least like you owe it to the movie to not be able to define it because like it's weird to be like, oh, it just sucks. It's like, well, clearly they knew what they were doing. Like this, it's not all a mistake. Like, come on. Yeah. No. It would like, have to be a lot of mistakes yeah. all in a row. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this isn't the room. Come yeah, on. No. People, I think people are like thinking it like that, and it's like, no, this was this was carefully made, and that's why, like, I I took a while with it because I was like, like anything I thought was bad, I don't know if it can be bad because it like kind of all works within this nutcase of a movie. Yes. <laughs> so it's like yes. v- very interesting. I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're just uh, not ready for something that is. Uh, maybe even stagey or something, or mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to describe the. It, it some of it is almost like soap opera vibe. Yes, yeah. I don't understand the criticism that like oh they didn't mean to do that. They didn't mean for it to be so hokey and silly and fun. Well, then how do you explain all these like how do you explain you know you love Roadhouse and you love all these <laughs> other fun silly movies like how. How can some movies be fun and silly because they didn't mean to? And then 
a movie can be can't be fun and silly because they did mean to, yeah. or vice versa. Like again, I just the notion of trying to get inside the filmmaker's head is folly to me and really kind of yeah. repugnant. Like <laughs> just you either like the movie or you didn't. It, don't yes. I don't need to hear like that you didn't like it because you don't think the filmmaker meant to, to do this. Yeah, like, exactly. that doesn't make sense to me, and I feel like that's something that we've slipped into a lot. And I know I've done it before too, but this movie helps me. Uh, has helped me be like, well, I'm not going to do that shit anymore. Yeah. Now I'm really annoyed by it. <laughs> yeah. I think also there, there, um, there's something about silly things. I don't know if we just have a low tolerance for it, or if, or if it takes a few years for us to get into it. But it's like lots of lots of great movies are silly. Like yeah, Predator, which is one of the great movies. Is also ridiculous. Yes. Like it's ridiculous that these sweaty men are always so sweaty and shiny, <laughs> yeah. and they're in the jungle and they flex all the time. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That's as ridiculous as anything in this movie. Yeah, just but big men flexing over and over and over again is completely ridiculous. But it's awesome. Absolutely. <clears throat> you watch them flex and you're like, oh fuck yeah, flex. And in the same way, when I when I watch someone run backwards, by the way, a real lady, <laughs> yeah. legitimately running backwards, I'm just like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. They yeah. they just got this lady who is a contortion contortionist, and they made her do everything backwards, it's, and yeah, nearly everything that happens is just a legitimately. A magical person <laughs> who can do backwards shit. Yeah, and it's like, whoa, that's fucking great. The scene in the cell is like, it's, it's yes. just I, I've never seen anything like that in a movie. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, this is, well, yeah, like <laughs> you, you yes. kind of are so overwhelmed with how insanely wild it is. It's kind of a new experience. Like I, I was like. This is a ride. Like this is the first time a movie actually is a roller coaster. <laughs> like they yeah. they pulled it off, <laughs> and it's so brutal. Yeah, and it's the, and it's so great for it's, the movie is just like, well, this is a women's prison. There's a female lead character, and she's going to kill a bunch of women. Yeah, and that's that's what this scene is about. Sorry, she's got to she's got to break a lady's neck and then stomp her head into mush. And that's sorry, that's what she does. She's evil now. Oh, it's so she amazing. Must stomp that lady into fucking mush. Yeah, I, I found a gif of her walking backwards, knocking the lady over, and then leaning over and snapping her neck. I was like, this is- Oh, when she does gift. the little back bend. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, it's so awesome! And like seeing her like real f- head on the back, like all bloated and like weird oh. looking, is so wild. It's so great. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess Whoa. she just wore like a weird mask yeah. of Madison, the real yeah. Madison's face, on the back of her head. So like when you see those things, it looks awesome because yeah, like, it's just Whoa. like sort of a dead face. <laughs> Oh, just kind of bouncing around on the back yeah. of this monster. Uh, but. It can all be positive. Mm-hmm. We could say positive things about this movie for, for probably one and a half more hours, but we won't. <laughs> we must say negative things. John, mm. what is the low main low man worst part of this picture? Malignant. Uh, other than it making me feel insane because <laughs> I liked it so much and <laughs> a lot of people don't. Uh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. The music. Yeah. Uh, the oh the. Uh, the opening, like the James Wan opening uh, titles, yeah. <laughs> uh, which for this movie are kind of neat upon rewatching because there's like all these neat clues and shit. But mm-hmm. that whole like, let's just do a bunch of like 
uh, fake newspaper clippings type shit. Like that's just such a lazy, shitty way to do opening yeah. titles. Um, you know, he's yeah. just, you know, I've heard a lot of people call like James Wan kind of like a new metal filmmaker. Yes. And, and that, and that feels accurate. <laughs> this just happens to be his, um, what is Limp Bizkit's famous album? Like chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> this happens to be his masterpiece. And uh, all great. of you, all of you are just going to have to suck it up and drink said hot dog flavored water. Yeah. Cause this is a, you know, for me, this movie is like the most fun I've had in a theater. And I don't know how long. Yeah. Uh, it was like a really like positive experience. And <laughs> I watch it. I watch it at home now. Yeah. With, with, I watch, I like it so much. I watched it with motion smoothing on. Oh, it almost killed me. That- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, I guess the titles and the music were pretty rough at times. The titles definitely have a <laughs> opening titles of seven vibe. Yeah, that's a good and the music has. It's weird because Joseph, I think his name is Joseph Bashara. It's the same guy who did the music for Insidious, which is a little more old school. It's like shrieky strings and old school, yeah, kind of Bernard Herrmann style stuff. And this Ugh, is take little... that name out your mouth. This was not like Bernard Herrmann. No, the, it's Insidious. <laughs> okay, Insidious is more old school. This yeah. is more just like uh, this is like Uncle Cracker remixing the yeah. fucking Pixies yeah. and screaming in my yeah. ear like ah! I mean that yeah. effect was okay, but yeah. like or at least was implemented okay. But the music can be tough. It was so yeah. wild. Some dub stepping going on. I yeah. For me, it almost feels like it is in the same. Like strange world, thing else in the movie is in where it's like, man, I don't know. Is this also part of the? Is this part of the bit or is this not part of the bit? I haven't. I, I don't know. I don't want to get into that, Sean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'll t- I'll tell my low main. My uh, least favorite part of this movie is kind of the fact that it is for me at least. Uh, this is a group movie, and yeah. all all horror movies are group movies. They are ten times better if you watch them with people. That's just always true. But for this, like part of it is just like you're sitting with people and you're getting the, this energy and like you're drinking oh, yeah. it in from other people and you start to, and as the crazy things start to happen, you start to go, oh yeah, yeah, he's going to crush somebody. Oh, oh, he's doing flips. Oh my God, Gabriel's uh, so badass. And when you watch it alone, there's like not that quite that amount of like, yeah, like evil <laughs> laughter. I want to know when I saw it with you, had you actually already seen it? No. Okay. All right. Cause I've done that to a few friends <laughs> since then. And like, Oh, I haven't seen it either. Cause no, I don't I even want them it. to know that. Yeah, I know. exactly. You know, cause it, cause it, it's that type of movie. It's definitely a, yes. And, and for the love of God, don't read reviews or watch this show. No, like, just cause too late no. for now. Just <laughs> we get a long spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> Michael, drop some negativity on me. What the fuck is wrong with this stupid fucking movie? <laughs> well, first I'm going to jump to Chad, who says, oh, okay. uh, it was a beautiful day when she pulled up to the old Simeon Hospital cast slash castle, <laughs> and then the film cut to her parking a half mile later, and it's the middle of the night, yes. <laughs> which is funny, but it is, the when she pulls up, it is Not so the bar, Chad. It's just so funny that I wouldn't. I didn't even care that it was nighttime. I was like, "This it's is so hilarious. amazing." <laughs> it is a really great bit to park. I mean, not less than a foot away from yeah, a, just, a sheer cliff yeah, that fall, falls down fall. hundreds of feet. That, that's the so only amazing. moment where I'm like, where I, where I had to get into like what the filmmakers going through as their mind. I'm like, okay, this is a fucking gag. It's pretty it's strong. Amazing. Gag. It has to be a gag. I die. I mean, laughing. no one's that stupid. No. 
I laughed out loud in the theater. I was like, that yes. is insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking funny. It is funny. <laughs> like, there were so many times where I just laughed. I was like, that is so funny. Yeah. Um, so, yes. it's tough. And then I kind of, like I said, like, I had a list of low mains, but then the more I thought of it, I was like, I don't know if they are because I think it's hey, just kind of great. Like, it kind of drops them. Like, like at first I was like, oh, the husband's lines. Like, hey, I was yes. watching that. But then I was like, well, that's <laughs> intentional because he's that's a dumb character trope. But then the line, stop killing my babies, is like so insane. We we're well, like, how about that sound effect when he pokes her in the pregnant <laughs> belly and he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little baby poke so oh. <laughs> it's just wild um it's so sinister yeah. to poke someone in their baby bump <laughs> really really scary he's the scariest and the fact that he has i mean this is a really good way to tell a story is to have someone watching mma to have it turned up way too loud oh, yeah. and to have them not turn it off or even turn it down when their wife comes home, you're like, okay, I know who this guy yeah. is instantly. This guy is definitely going to cause a miscarriage. This guy's I, you I'm know not, he's going to do it. I mean, I'm with Michael. Like all the, that type of storytelling is very clunky and ridiculous, but yes. like it's a fucking horror movie. It's yeah. like yeah. you know, it's, the, the, yeah, it's yeah. not a paintbrush, it's a it's a roller. Yeah. You know, but and also I, he had, he has to beat her up. Within 40 seconds. Yeah. Let's yeah, go. Let's, we need to know that he's bad. We need a miscarriage now. Yes. That's because we need at least 40 minutes of of a backwards person crushing his. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We need to make space for that. So we need to get a, other things a little shorter. We like have that. to get, yeah, we have to get to our backwards walking matrix. <laughs> yes. Scene, so let's... <laughs> what, is, what other crazy. stuff did you write down, Michael? Uh, I mean, I like, again, I was like, when she literally spells out the moral at the end where she's like, and you know, I didn't need a blood yes. connection to feel this, but it's so funny that it's like brilliant. I'm like, this is hilarious. Yes, with their with their mother creepily smiling yeah. in the corner. Yes, it's so funny. They do it the first time, and the first time she says it, it's just the weirdest way to phrase it. Like, I need a blood connection. Is just an insane phrase. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I need a blood connection. It's a fucking insane movie. It is that? insane. It's and like a bananas movie. Yes. And the <laughs> phrase is definitely something like, well, I can't even imagine anyone even writing that phrase. Like, I need a blood connection. It's like, what is that? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what? And then for them to call it back later is like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is insane. James Wan and his girlfriend, who's in the movie, yeah. just make up, just made up this movie. And then they <laughs> told the story to a, 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 a screenwriter. I can't remember her name. And she just, and she made it happen by yeah. Jove. Yeah. And I, it's this movie, I'll like it's more of a, so that we it's, can, it's more it of a, is. it's more of a feel thing than a, uh, Akila Cooper. Oh, yeah, this is wow. more of this is more of like a, this movie is more of a feel than a, a plot driven movie. Yeah, like, yes, absolutely. Like I like I said, like it's got so much Argento influence with the color. Yes. I, a lot of people are disputing that. They're like, this is not a giallo. <laughs> There's the lighting is it, it, at times is at least remarking on giallo movies. <laughs> and then you got a guy. You, there's copious gloved hands on implements of doom yes. and, and you know unbelievably gory murders in bathrooms and and, and, and 
what else do you need? It's, yeah. it's giallo enough. If if if, I, if someone feels a giallo influence, there doesn't need to be like a giallo gatekeeper being like, no, no, no. It wasn't Italian enough, or you know, yes, wasn't exactly. baroque enough. It was plenty baroque for me. Yeah, uh, just the character, the, the creature design alone is so wild and, and oh, disconcerting. Nice. And then the shit where it has its own special. Uh, uh, implement of doom that that, yes. that uh, she fashions. Yes, uh, yes, that is great. I mean, that's very uh, Dario Argento to me. And like, yes. and to say like, uh, you know, it's too like mean spirited or too like grotesque for Argento. Don't fucking Google Dario Argento <laughs> or any of any of his like proclivities because he's a dark dude. Also, yes. it's just you know. But more than anything else, I would say I, I got Evil Dead 2 Dark Man vibes off of it yes. more than anything else. Absolutely. I'm glad that you brought up the weapon. The, we're supposed to be saying negative things, but I can't say anything else negative about this. <laughs> no. So I want to say another positive thing. The weapon is so it's fucking hilarious. awesome. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, I mean, it's the doctor symbol, essentially. Well, I mean, yes. it's like the, there's like two snakes. Hippocratic knife. Yes, the Hippocratic <laughs> knife. And there's, two, yes, there's two snakes wrapped around this thing, he knocks the fucking snakes off yeah. and he sharpens up the pointy part <laughs> and he gives himself little uh, finger... Nuts. Finger nuts, yes. Yeah. He gives him little nucks and he just goes around stabbing the fuck out of people. It's Real good. It's amazing. And I don't even ah. know if that award, like an excellence in surgery is like the funniest thing to me. I was like, this is yes. crazy. Excellent <laughs> in surgery. Oh shit! I need to talk about a, one of my favorite sneaky parts. Okay, mm. so the whole time... They're showing you that there's something going on. Maybe this imaginary friend oh, yeah. is doing the killing. And there's a good, oh, you thought there was a twist. Well, actually, this is the twist um, where there's a woman who has been abducted and she is in this spooky area where the killer is sharpening knives. That we, think, that we think is below the city. Yeah. Yes. We believe it is somewhere in a secret location below the city. And we find out that uh, actually it's in Madison's uh, attic. <laughs> yeah. and the call reveal... is coming from inside the exactly, house. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that reveal is great because then you go, wait, it was just Madison all along. Yeah. yeah. She's just fucking crazy. <laughs> and, that, and that's been alluded to the entire time. Absolutely. And that's when so many people on Twitter are like, I knew all along, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, you didn't know. You were led to believe something. Your yes. hand was held all alone. You believed exactly and precisely what James Wan wanted yes. you to believe yes. until you did it. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's why it's good filmmaking. It's and a good he showed movie. a head expand I, and uh, a little man come out. Yes. <laughs> I mean, those bits, like like her falling through the ceiling and then the instant cut to the music. <laughs> that. Yeah. Over the top, like oh yeah, it's good it's, shit it's though. Just, like screaming, like yeah. I because at first I was like so blown away by how insane a choice when they first did it. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like it like threw me completely <laughs> out of the movie. But yeah. every time they did it again, I like started to love it more and more. I was like, this yeah, iconic because it's a it's yeah. a nice little wink. I think from the yeah. very first time they play it, you start to go, wait, <laughs> Fight Club was. Fight Club. This was in Fight Club, yeah. and there's something twisty about Fight Club. What's happening in this movie? Exactly. I think it. I think it is him going, "Hey, what's happening in this yeah. movie? What is it?" <laughs> and then you go, "Oh, what's happening in this movie?" I'm excited. I forgot. To find out. I forgot the Fight Club. Uh, yes. Yeah. the illusion oh, there. That makes total sense. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, I'm tired of saying nice things about this. No, I would say it forever, but we do roughly one hour, and we're nearly there. So I want to say. 
Thank you so much for anyone who listens to this or watches it live on Twitch every Wednesday at 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Uh, If you listen to it on a podcast thing, go over and give us a nice review. We love reviews. Cock knockers. Uh, (laughs) Yes, call us cock knockers. It doesn't matter what you put in the, in actually, in the review, (laughs) just give us five stars. Yeah. Uh, Go over to Twitter and tweet at Food Court Cast and tell us what John Carpenter movie you want us to watch next month. Vampires. Uh, vampires go over to instagram and tell us uh and whatever you want over there at food court movie podcast and go over and vote on our poll i have only one offering this week and i'm hoping you guys have others uh cry macho the new clint eastwood movie is on hbo max and in theaters and i don't don't know if it's worth watching but i'm willing to watch it (laughs) Um, Cop Shop is exclusive to whatever, yes, right? It's so no cop only, shop. Sadly. Oh, damn it. I forgot to look up stuff. So, hey, gonna... we'll think wow. about it and go over to our Twitter at Food Courtcast and find the poll and vote for your favorite. Um, if you have anything to tell us between now and like seven <laughs> minutes from now, as we're recording, <laughs> uh, let us know and we'll put it on the poll. And if you ever have any requests, tweet at us. And we yes. love putting requests up there. Uh, on behalf of Michael Hampton and John Burr, I am Sean Parrott. And I wish to say to all of you, bon appetit. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. Bon appetit.